is the official Leadership Arts Podcast. My name is Sam Smeltzer, and I'm the founder of Leadership Arts Associates and your host for Random Ramblings. And if you are a first-time listener in this podcast, we like to bring you a dose of random inspiration to help you feel in- inspired and motivated throughout your entire life, personally and professionally, so that you can thrive and be on your path to success. And this month, we are doing a series called Opposites Attract, where I have invited my incredible husband, Josh Smeltzer. Say hello, Josh. Hello, Josh. (laughs) To join me as we talk about relationships and one of the most significant relationships in my life, probably the significant relationship in my life, which is my marriage. Thanks for clarifying that. (laughs) Um, So last week, if you missed it, feel free to check it out. It was basically our once upon a time story on how our beautiful fairy tale got started. And this week we're picking it up with what is called the little things, but talking about how love really kind of materializes and carries through and even if you want to talk about this concept of romance especially because i know you can walk into any store right now and find um stuffed giraffes with art with heart eyeballs and (laughs) little hearts with lovey phrases and m&ms that are now in pink and red uh, and valentine cards as we're surrounded by all of that it really kind of paints this picture of what romance should look like uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about what it looks like in our relationship and um yeah i'm going to give it over to josh because josh is going to take over from there awesome <laughs> so i thought i'd start talking about i mean sam and i kind of talked about this ahead of time but uh talking about things that we try to do for each other um to make them feel special and and how that kind of changes over time and I think and I think this is like this in every relationship when you start off early on it's a lot of the stuff that you see in TV and you see in movies and you know to be honest that stuff is not sustainable over a long time let alone a lifetime with things and I think how that has to how that has to and how that does morph and I think how you have to adjust what you do for each other but also adjust your expectations about what that other person is going to do. Um, at least I think that's the dynamic uh, for us. So I thought I'd start by sharing uh, some things that um, I know Sam used to do for me very early on and stuff that I used to do for her and where that was really impactful for each other then, how that's kind of changed over time. So um, I know we kind of got close, I think, to talking about it in the first episode, but uh, one of the first things I remember Sam doing, this was right after um, we started officially dating because she went back to school and I went up a couple weekends after. Um, Two things. Number one, with me that time, I believe, I took her a stuffed animal, um, which was kind of a a path that I did a lot of, at least in our early years of stuffed animals. But this was a special one. This was the dog that she named, uh, ultimately named EJ, which I think stood for egotistical jerk, which is what she thought I was. So um, there's a wonderful dynamic in our relationship. Um, but so stuffed animals, I would do flowers a lot of times, I think, initially. Um, but the one thing that she did, and she's yet to repeat this, so I'm still waiting for it, is uh, she actually sang a song for me. Um, and, I, you know, I th- the part about that I thought was really cool, and to be honest with you, I really have no concept of what the song even said anymore. But I just remember seeing her, and she had some friends help her. This was up at, at her school in Clarion. I had some friends helping her. But I just remember seeing how nervous she was when she did it, which I think part of that was because you never know how the other person's going to react. And we were still very early on in our relationship. But 
when, you know, she did that, I think, just really showed me how much she cared. Um, and to be honest with you, in some ways it made me feel a little uncomfortably special, you know, early on. Because I was like, holy crap, this is moving fa- kind of fast at this point. But uh, looking back, it's, it's definitely something that had a huge impact. So still waiting for the next song to come out um, when that does. But, you know... I'll even bridge that. So, uh, you know, I did stuffed animals, you know, early on. I did that a lot. I even went as far, and I still regret this to this day, of actually buying her a live animal, which still resides with us, which for any of you that know me, um, is not necessarily my most favorite thing in the world, but sometimes that's what love and marriage is all about. But definitely um, with that, you know, I will say probably the one thing, and, you know, this was only maybe a week or two ago because um, Sam was moving the office around at our, at our house, um, that I think has been consistent for us through all from the beginning till now, which I think probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, still to me has the biggest impact, and I feel like sometimes I have the biggest impact when I do it to you, is cards that we do for each other. And uh, quite honestly, it's not usually what the card says, you know, whatever Hallmark printed on it, although I will say Sam has recently got into, like, drawing and making her own cards, which is pretty cool and is very impactful. Um, Please have no expectation that I'm going to be doing that at any point in time. Um, but just what we write to each other. And it's very cool, I think, to see um, what we've written to each other way back, you know, when we first started being, to, you know, dating and how that's moved along. But I think that continues to be one of the most impactful things, whether it's Christmas, Valentine's Day, birthday, anniversary, our dating anniversary, which I still don't understand why I have to remember that date, but we still do. And I do a card, you know, we do stuff for that as well, too. But I think that's been the most consistent thing for us, you know, over time. Yeah. No, and I think that's, uh, I wholeheartedly agree with that so much so that I've created um, a scrapbook. And I think you are, that's what you're referencing when we were moving the office around because he saw them for the first time, which basically has all the cards I've kept them from. From as far back as when I cut smart enough to keep start keeping them and realizing that this was turning into something much bigger uh, and have been able to put them in chronological order so that we can actually go through and see them through all of it. So from every holiday, from every birthday, from every anniversary to even the cards that we would get each other when we feel like the other one could need a card or to apologize for something, like they're all in there um, and to watch how the how the relationship has evolved and what's written in them is uh, quite amazing. And they are, they, they probably speak the most uh, to both of us. Uh, and I think things like that, for me, thinking back, uh, probably have meant the most to you. So, like, he mentioned about the song. I did write the song for him and frame that, and I know that you had that up on your dresser for a very long time. Um there was a book that I made you. I don't know if you remember. It was like a pop-up book with like the ten reasons why I love Josh. Uh, so um, I know you really got a kick out of that, and I think it glued your head on like weird pop-up thingies. You did. I remember that. <laughs> it was very entertaining. And then um, there was another book that I did most recently. It was one of those books that you buy that you can. It gives you like almost like journaling prompts, and then share things about almost kind of like what we're doing here. Sharing kind of reminds me of a baby book, actually. Yes, but it's about our relationship and and being able to share those with that person, and they're written down. And I know that meant a lot to you as well, and stuff that happens and seems just so natural in the relationship now after being together for so long that you kind of forget to like take a moment and really share with the other person when something really means something Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've taken away as our relationship has grown is that not so much I would take things for granted, but you just get to a place where you just assume that the other person should know that you appreciate them or that you feel valued or that you need something to make you feel special or that they should know that they feel that they're special to you. So you shouldn't have to get them anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know even like six months ago, um, and I kind of talked about this during the whole gift giving series that I did during December. Cause I talked about coming out of this is that I was kind of in a funk where like I had stopped like buying little things and building little things, creating the little things um, and I needed people around me to remind me to do those. Like, I painted a watercolor, and it was actually Gina Noble from The Office that was like, just paint something. You can paint these, you know, beautiful things. I think they're more like cute things, because I'm not an extravagant artist, but I have learned how to create little cartoon animals and stuff that are pretty adorable. Um, so I painted a painting of turtles, because I know Josh loves turtles, um, and put a quote on there or something about wanting to grow old with you um but like getting back in tune with all of that um which I really do enjoy like I enjoy making things and and giving them to people so I mean I would kind of take it from here and and kind of fast forward from I think what the initial relationship is where you know um it's kind of the fairy tale, what you see in movies, flowers and, and romantic dates and stuff like that, which we definitely do that. And, and it's funny, um, I'll digress for one second and say, too, the two things that I think Sam and I both agree on of when uh, sharing with each other to make you feel special or to do stuff together is, one, the cards, and two, is dinners. Um, we always, um, we both love good food, we, you know, really nice food, and that's always been something where when we have some type of romantic weekend or our date it always involves going to a nice restaurant whether it's here or whether it's somewhere else and i think that stayed consistent the whole way through but i will say too you know i, I think as um life changes and life gets busy and busy by you know we you know i've kind of run my own business to a degree for a long time sam is now doing that both of which takes a tremendous amount of time we have two kids which takes a, a tremendous amount of time and it's very easy to uh not take the time or the effort to do those things that make the other person feel special. And I think you have to be very deliberate to make sure that you do it because it takes time um, to, to not just to actually, you know, go buy the flowers or to write the card or to do something like that, but to just think about doing it. And when there's a thousand other things happening, you really have to, you know, make sure you do it. And I think the expectations for stuff of what makes you feel special changes as well too. I mean, I think for me, in some ways, and maybe, I don't know if it changed or maybe it just has always been there, but for me it's more about feeling appreciated sometimes than it is about feeling special. So it's more about, like, um, you know, when when I'm doing stuff around the house or when I'm doing stuff to help out, you know, with Sam's business or something like that, to me that's an act where I'm saying, you know, I'm I'm making you a priority and feeling that reciprocity of being appreciated, that's what makes me feel special with things. Um, and, I, I, and again, this statement I don't mean in any bad way, but I'm not probably the most materialistic person. So like a gift, while I appreciate it, doesn't always speak to me the same way where a gift to Sam speaks a lot more. And I think um, as, as the relationship grows and as you get older, um, I think you, you really, to be successful with it, have to be willing to tell each other what it is that makes you feel special because trying to guess it mm-hmm. is a losing 
game with things. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, I'll just say something else that makes me feel special or appreciated is normally when we go away or we go, whether it's a, a, a time for just Sam and I, more so when it's a time for just Sam and I, whether it's dinner or a date night or if we're going away for a weekend, I usually do most of the planning with that part of it. And to have that kind of flipped around, to me, makes me feel really special or makes me feel appreciated with it. Mm-hmm. And those are things that, I, and he's right on, is like, as your relationship evolves, um, you know, I think that culturally we're taught that when you enter a romantic relationship that a, a key part of knowing if you're right for each other is that the other person just knows uh, these things about you and what to get you and how to make you feel special. But once they start checking all the boxes and they might find the one that wins, like, I love flowers. I still love flowers to this day as an unexpected surprise. Um, I don't need them every week, but I do. Flowers just make me happy. Um, but that's not going to work routinely for everything. It's not going to be just the go-to. And there's even been times where I think we definitely hit a wall in our relationship where, like, you had some things that were a couple of go-tos, and even I did, whether it was ties or socks, or and then they just didn't work anymore, and you're kind of at a loss of what do I do to make the other person feel special, and then if you don't ask or have the conversation, it can easily turn into something where you just stop, and then what does that say about the relationship and where, where it's kind of going? Mm-hmm. And I think so, too, you have to, and I think it's not just what um, makes the other person feel special, but it's about you know, there's definitely a loss of if, if, you know, Sam is doing one of those things for me and it's not making me feel special, that's going to cause her to, to feel some type of emptiness or hurt, you know. And, and I'll give a good example because this is something we battle with is, you know, I, as our relationship has evolved, especially with Sam's business, have picked up doing more and more stuff around the house to try to keep um, the house intact and keep the family going and stuff like that. And, and after a long day of working and then coming home and doing some of those things, to me, those actions should, in my mind, make her feel special, you know, or that I should be appreciated from it. And to, to have that expectation without talking about it and then not have it be effective for either one of us is only going to lead to a challenge over time. So that's why I think it's important to, even though it's not always the most fun stuff to talk about, to communi- communicate about those and, like, things. to be completely real, he shares about that, and when we talk about it, our cue to talking about it does not come out in a way that um, you would see in a communication book where we sat down and talked about it. I mean, there were irritabilities and people sharing, like, enough for us to both recognize that the other person was missing something, whether it was a feeling or a disconnecting. Like, there was something that was going differently in our relationship that caused us to say what is going on to this and then slowly those pieces were coming out so it's it's being paying attention to those cues one of the things that i think that i've come to learn as our relationship has evolved is that especially with being so busy um for a while i would just try to go through the motions to get something done to have it done um and now because I truly treasure some of those things. I know the things that have impact, like writing in the cards. So I know that recently I gave Josh's Christmas card probably like two weeks late, but I also told him that I didn't have time to write in the card. I had bought the card, and I 
know that our relationship is worth more than me just signing my name on it, that I wanted to write something in it. And writing something does not always mean a page-long love letter. It could also be three or four sentences, but I want them to be heartfelt and be in a place where I was ready to write them. Um, so I finally did. The other afternoon I had time to do it, and I did that, and the card was waiting for him when he came home. And I would like to think that you appreciated that and that it still meant, even though it didn't come on Christmas Day with your present. I agree totally. Okay. It's more, um, it's more about uh, putting the time into it. So, and most and half my presents didn't come on Christmas Day anyway. So. Yeah, all his <laughs> presents were back ordered. Some of them are coming in time for Valentine's Day. Oh, you're planning. I just planned so that it like took care of the entire year. One will show up at your birthday. <laughs> I just like spread out all the shipping dates starting in Christmas. But I think it's just about. Uh, and this is at least the one part I've learned, and I think we're better at it, but, I mean, we still have challenges with it. It's just uh, you can't guess. I mean, guessing what is going to make the other person, because the, that person's going to change, and, and depending what, what mood they're in or what, where they are in life or what's happening is going to um, have an impact. I mean, I'll give you another example. I mean, I think that, and I look back at this, and I know some of the stuff I didn't do right with it, but... You know, when when our kids were first born and me being around for that is something that would have made Sam feel special where I'm not saying that would make it special today, but she's in a different point in life with, you know, her business. And I think maybe me being part of that is more impactful with things. But it's trying to guess that is a losing Mm -hmm. game. So I think for me, like the best advice that I could say is if you're looking at a relationship that you know that is evolving and what do you do next um, to keep at least this aspect of it, you know, to do the little things that make them feel appreciated and valued and feel special. It is, you know, looking for the cues of somebody who possibly is disconnecting from you um, and looking for signs that they don't look like they feel valued, appreciated, or special and having and asking the question, And even something as simple as, you know, what's something that I could do for you or what's something that I've done for you in the past that makes you feel special? Because typically that person's going to share something that still aligns with what would make them feel special today. So, like, Josh is mine first going to the singing. I know that that's more so aligned with he loves any time that I put time into creating something for him over over buying anything that's even like the trip example like it's not so much the trip that we're going it's the fact that I took the time to plan something that I think that he would enjoy and that's what is really special and makes him feel valued and appreciated yeah I would agree totally with that So we talked a lot about time today, and that happens to be the topic for us to chat about in next week's episode on Random Ramblings. Um, So don't make sure you don't miss that. I was going to say, don't, I don't know what I was going to say. It's going to be something weird. (laughs) But make sure you don't miss that if you're enjoying this series. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy lives to join us. I hope that you got something that you could take away. And if you did, I would love for you to share that with us using the form below on our website, which is called the TFWN form for any thoughts, feelings, wants, or needs, or even questions that you got after listening to this podcast. Also, we would love for you to share it on any social media channels so that people that you believe could benefit from this podcast can get a chance to finding us and taking a listen to this episode as well. Do that using any of the buttons to the left-hand side of the page. Also, if you want to keep up with what's going on with 
Random Ramblings, and Leadership Arts in general. Make sure you sign up for our mailing list down below um, on the very bottom of our page, our homepage of leadership-arts.org. It says stay in touch. Just enter email, send it off, and you'll be good to go. And then last but not least, if you want to help us out and support the podcast, please feel free to submit a a review on iTunes or Stitcher because that is the best way to get us out there. Um, Other than that, have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. (laughs) 